If you don't still, from time to time, sit with some amount of angst regarding the condition, significance, and purpose of your own existence, you've either come out the other end as some sort of highly evolved Zen god, in which case I applaud you, or you haven't really considered it yet in any depth. Lucky for you, I'm here to drag you, kicking and screaming through a swamp of heavy questions, in the hope that somehow we may both emerge as more intentional inhabitants of our environment, more conscious creatures of our not-yet-corpse, if you will, and realize, looking back, that our lives and relationships are all the better off for it. I don't know where else to start with this audio emotional journey than with the topic of existentialism. Not existentialism as you may have encountered it, in the dusty tomes of dead white male philosophers, in the sleepy syllabi of professors who take themselves too seriously, but rather existentialism as a kind of meditation available, maybe even essential, to the journey of every self-reflective individual towards happiness and satisfaction. Trust me, it's not as intimidating or academic as it sounds. It's really just this. What are you here to do? Why do you do what you do? What do you want out of life? If it sounds too deep, too philosophical for you, just bear with me. So many of us trudge through life from day to day with a bleak acceptance of what our lives look like and of who we've come to be as individuals. This applies especially to those of us who see ourselves as busy. Busy people with so many important things to do and just no time. Students in particular, I'm talking to you because I'm a student too, so I know how it goes. But unfortunately, this disease of I'm too busy seems to be endemic throughout capitalist countries where the almost biblical virtue of hard work has been engraved in our minds since we were young. I'm here to tell you that you don't need to accept the way your life is. Or even the way you are. And I'm not saying don't accept yourself. That's a very different meaning of the word accept. What I'm saying is that you have control over your life. It's your masterpiece. And even more radical than that, there are things you can do to take control of your own mind. Your limiting beliefs, your toxic habits, your self-destructive patterns. Really, your inner life. We'll get to all that, but my point is that most of the time you are the problem. And that's actually a great thing, because like Melissa McCarthy says in Bridesmaids, that means you're also the solution. Isn't that the most exciting, empowering thing you've ever heard? Well, I want you to cultivate a deep, unshakable love for yourself, I want you to get to know yourself intimately first, with a compassionately critical eye, and decide whether this is the person you want to be for the rest of your life, whether this is the life you want to live for the rest of your life. I want to give back that control to you, and it starts by asking yourself those deep, painful questions, because they are catalysts for a change that is deeper and sometimes more painful still, but that leads you into the driver's seat of your own existence. This is existentialism, baby, and this is where you begin. <laughs>